Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. This week, performer Brandon Van Dalen goes by the name of Strategic. And over the last three years, he's released and reimagined song projects uh, back in 2019, a full-length Christmas album in 2020, a rock EP in 21, most recently um, a children's album of 14 songs of uh, just last year, 2022. He's gearing up for his next original project, and he's here to talk about making these projects risk challenges and rewards with them and also talk about diversifying your musical portfolio and live looping so welcome strategic to the wisconsin music podcast yeah thank you so much that's that that's quite a bit of uh, different stuff you just mentioned yes and as musicians as artists we want to you know not do the same old thing over and over again so and it looks like that's kind of where you're taking your path yeah so why don't we talk about the beginning of your path. How did you get into music? What's your music origin story? Yeah, sure. It was um, always like singing was always a big thing. Um, just er, from early on, um, like in school or uh, working with my dad, he always had the radio on just uh, eh, not just singing, but like the lyrics too. really um, always kind of had an effect on me. Um, so just carrying that through, um, you know, schooling and all, all that. Um, I, I didn't play an instrument until uh, six, 16 was when I got a guitar for my birthday. So um, that's when I started the acoustic and it w- didn't take too long after that uh, before a couple of buddies, um, we started a high school band and um, yeah, so that was, that was like most of junior and senior year. Um, and then went to college and started another band. I teach high school music, and I have a lot of people interested in the beginning guitar class. So it's it's cool that even at you know sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, even if someone hasn't played an instrument before, just starting out even at that age, you know, you can take you a long way. And it looks like it's taken you onto these um, these projects that you have been doing. So yeah, let's kind of talk about them a little bit. Now, in the email that you sent me, you wanted to talk about the risks, challenges, and rewards of them. So why don't you kind of give us a synopsis about um, those subjects on your projects? Yeah, as far as um, the most recent releases? Yeah, sure. I think just being like an independent artist, um, always financially is always the biggest um, risk and the biggest challenge to um you know you you kind of have this this chunk of songs and this this vision and like sometimes especially when it's like you're you're a solo artist um you get you have to kind of get like the right people involved like how do you like relay that vision how do you you know make sure that that these are the right songs that this this is going to connect with uh people and and so just all these things, like you start thinking about all these things that go into it. Um, and so, yeah, uh, when I when I went solo after college and started this strategic thing, um, I, I had sort of taken a year and, and wrote a lot of songs. I, I, I just started um, doing the thing, you know, recording 
the songs I had and putting out these um, albums, EPs, first of all, <laughs> yeah. a couple songs that, um, you know, which is, it's easier to palette um, and easier on the, the pocketbook too. Um, but after a while, I, I kind of, I did do a uh, Christmas release uh, back in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of like the beginning of like um, different types of projects that I could do. Um, and so once um, my, I guess my big, my big idea before COVID was this reimagined songs, um, which I haven't really seen a lot of people do to their own music. Um, sometimes you'll have artists that do remixes and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is, which is another thing too. And there is a remix on, on the reimagined songs album, which was probably the biggest song from that one. But just, um, before COVID, uh, 2019, 2018, 2019, I was like having these, I kind of had some more Christmas songs I wanted to do. And there were, I was kind of thinking about how, what can I do differently? Like, how can I stretch myself creatively? Um, and I, because I do things a little differently, um, my live show, I do the live looping, like you mentioned, um, I sort of had like these acoustic versions and I had this piano version of one song and all these different little things that I felt like I could do, um, which led to the reimagined songs. And um, so it was, it was kind of just a, a clumping of different things that um, I felt like were decent enough to, to put out. And, and so I did that uh, project, which was great. And then COVID hit. Um, and I, I was already kind of working on the next Christmas album. I released the first half of it and then released the full uh, project in 2020. And then um, I had a couple other songs in between that led to the Strangers EP. It was more of my traditional style, more of a, uh, but even on that, I had an acoustic version of, of that song, Strangers. And then, um, during COVID, what, um, I all of a sudden just started having these kid songs with my kids that we were singing and making up and just having fun with, um, once I sort of realized uh, I should record one or two of these, like, it was like the floodgates just opened and I had... <laughs> I had one after the other after the other and it was just it just felt so natural just the ulster started coming in and eventually i had like 28 kids songs so i had to split it up nice uh how old are your kids my kids are nine and five being around them has basically become a major inspiration to your music yeah so do you find it that that is probably one of your most important projects that you have done in, to date um yeah i mean that's an interesting question i I think uh, the inspiration, you know, definitely uh, comes from a lot of different places. And, and I think in this time in, in life, they're definitely an inspiration. Um, yeah. But also just like having fun with it, like um, just the subject matter. Sometimes some of my songs, like it may be a little bit more serious, like, 
yeah not necessarily like trying to make people laugh but like it's just a totally different side of um which, which is really enjoyable because i you know i kind of have been in that mode of like okay this is my style you know this is but to to, to stretch and to do something different and yeah it's been really fun and great excellent now when even though you said it, it was a real fun project to do, was there any risk with that, or is it you know you were just at home and you kind of like recorded it at home and it was kind of like a a cool little project? Yeah. Um, well, what I've realized since releasing it back in September was um, the the struggle I think so far has been like finding the right market, like finding the right way to promote it. Um, I have done a few kids shows, which has been fun. Um, but I didn't have any physical product um, to, gotcha. to push. Um, I had I had some coloring pages and some stickers, and that's all I had. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm still waiting on the the physical albums for that. And um, I think, yeah, the the challenge there is like, okay, kids aren't going to buy this. You know, they're not. They might. Like getting it to the parents, getting it into um, those different avenues and venues that that will. Um, so that's definitely been a challenge for that. And I've I've gotten a lot of good feedback from the people that have heard it. You know, so it's like I know there's some some value and some worth, and it's just a matter of being able to push it a little bit farther and push it in the right way. Yeah, I had on another um, artist trying to find the episode but um she has been doing um children's songs and if i can find it real quick here i can send you the information but maybe you you can talk to her maybe connect with her and see if she has any ideas for you to help promote um your children's album as well because i know she's doing she's being really successful with it right now Mm, yeah so i'll see if i can find that information for you and send it over to you so maybe you guys can connect and go from there on that point you have a new project coming up that you say is way overdue why don't we talk about that this upcoming project that you have yeah so the um because i sort of have chosen to go in a lot of different directions lately um a lot of my original material has kind of gotten um benched or, or put on the sidelines um but but a lot of that just keeps keeps coming, keeps happening, and so now I'm like kind of at the point where um, I've got too much material, and um, a lot of these songs, the other ones that I've been playing live, they've been my favorite ones that I've been playing live the last probably four years or so. Um, so they're definitely overdue. They're they're ones that I think people that have, have seen my shows have they've heard before and so it's it's definitely time to to get this out covid definitely pushed everything back yeah, yeah right so at what point of the project are you at are you still songwriting or are you starting to get um recordings of it or demoing it what, what where are you at in the project yeah i'm pretty close to being done okay uh, it's most of it is recorded um trying to finish up some vocal work um so a couple random instruments on a 
couple of the songs, but nothing crazy. Okay. So mostly just the vocals and then mix master and nice. get it out as soon as possible. Good. Um, so why don't we talk a little bit more in depth about the process of making this project as in how was it recorded? Did you do it yourself? Did you go to a studio? Um, and either direction kind of tell us the process of putting it all together. Yeah, I work with Mark Gold at Rock Garden Studio here in Appleton. Okay. And um, typically I'm mastering with uh, Mystery Room. Yep. I just and, uh, interviewed um, him last week, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, both have done a great job with my past uh, albums and and work. So I love working with those guys. And um, it's it's really nice to have a really good studio. <laughs> like five minutes from your house yeah that uh you know is a top notch you know top quality studio right um so yeah but um sometimes i'll do like i'll do a little bit of work at home i'll do i have a home studio um so i'll demo and you know send send people scratches and this project is different because i've had um i've had four different drummers uh, that have recorded on these songs. So usually I just have one, typically. Um, so yeah, that's that's going to give it a little bit of a, a different flavor as well throughout um, adding some some different instruments like uh, saxophone and um, a, a lot of a lot of that too that I did on the kids album was a lot of different instrumentation, uh, which which has been really fun and I think that will kind of continue throughout what I do. Um, just having fun with different flavors, you know, different elements. Um, yeah, so Great. excited to, to finish it. Now, do you think you'll have um, this done within the next couple months? I'm hoping to start mixing next month. Okay. Uh, one of the reasons I was asking is because it's about a month or two months before this would come out, and we could put some of those new songs on the podcast for people to hear if you'd like. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, well, I definitely know the the first two singles. Okay, let's talk about those then. Uh, the first one's called With My Beating Heart, and um, it's sort of like a song about just kind of keep keep trying, like keep going. It says, with my beating heart, I'm going to get it right. I always try to to write songs that I feel like they're, they're songs that I need to hear, and I try to always have elements of like encouraging others or like motivating people like always try to have those kind of elements in there and the other song is possibilities which might end up being the the name of the album why is that that one is kind of like saying it it, it kind of relates to to my other albums in a way um my first full length was called choices we make and so it's kind of a little bit of a callback to that because um the the album itself is is going to sound kind of like a combination of choices we make which was my first full length and then motivation which was my other original full length that came out in 2017 so the the song is basically saying like every day we we get to kind of choose and make those choices and the possibilities are endless you know we we're presented with with so much like every day in the world that we live in now um and so really making uh, good choices and like um, 
just realizing like, you know, there's, it's, it's your life. Like you, you get to, to choose and to have, so navigating that, that maze of, of possibilities. Yeah. I'm looking at like all your album titles right now and it's in a way it's kind of like a theme, you know, you start with kind of like the difference checkmate and, uh, worthwhile choices we make, um, so on and so forth, motivation, moving pieces, stranger. You know, it sounds like you're you're drawing from this pool of life, basically, like most artists do. And it's just it's almost like you're taking your audience on a on a ride through these years of you writing music. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if you say it that way, but that's kind of how I'm I kind of <laughs> I'm looking at, you know, the titles and that's kind of what comes into my mind. It's like, you know, you're looking at certain aspects of life and then you're kind of like writing about that aspect. I don't know. Yeah, I, could be, it, I, could, I could be full of crap. I don't know. No, I, I see what you're saying. It's uh, I think there's a lot of truth to it. Um, like I said, I, I, I try to write music that, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't really buy into the the artists that are like, I don't listen to my music. Like I just write it and release it. And because I mean, I, I, I want to listen to like, I want to, I want people to like, if I don't like it, like if I'm not going to listen to it, like yeah. I want to create something that, that I would listen to. I want to create. So it, it, yeah, it's, it's very personal, you know, like you right. said, it, it's, it's drawing on a lot of my journey and, um, but trying to not, it's not about me, you know, like, and that, that, that even goes back to why I'm called strategic. Like it's not, you know, I, the, the thing that I try to do as well is have those titles relate to strategic and, and why, you know, why I'm doing this. Like, it's not just for me, it's, it's for the people out there. It's for the audience. It's for, you know, like, like you said, like drawing on life, like we can all relate to these topics that I'm touching on. And, you know, so I I try to make it, um, I try to make it that it, that it connects like. Yeah. It's, it's truthful. And I, I feel for me, Mm -hmm. at least if, if, if the song comes, you know, you listen to a song and it sounds like experience that sounds more honest than something that, you know, is just there to fill fill a void or something like that that makes any sense um speaking of you know all these projects and you know you have kids and stuff like that i don't know if this is a full-time thing for you or if you have like a another job that helps you know pay the bills and stuff like that so is there like a work-life balance that you struggle with or do you find that you have that pretty much under control yeah that that's a great question i um yeah it's it's been it's been a uh, struggle to, to balance everything. Um, I do have a job that pays the bills. Um, but I, um, I was talking to somebody else the other day about how, you know, would you ever, would you ever, could you ever not do this? You know, like what, what's, um, we were talking about the future and stuff. And I I was like, it's just part of who you are. Like, yeah, you know, a lot of musicians, it's, it's just you got to do it, like, and you find the time, 
you know, you, you try to do work and do family and do all the things you got to do. And, um, so yeah, still working on that one. Still. Yep. Yep. Still, uh, figuring enough, out that, that pie yeah, chart. Yeah. Not enough hours in a day sometimes. Right. That is correct, sir. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, you kind of touched a little bit on live looping. Um, so why don't you kind of give people that maybe not quite sure what that means a little synopsis about what that entails? Yeah, um, I've done a couple of interviews like this, and and I, I, I think by now a lot of people do know what it is. Back in the day when I first kind of started catching on to it, um, I was like, man, there's not a lot of people doing this. And I was writing all the different parts of the songs. I was writing guitar, bass, piano parts. And um, I knew I could beatbox too. And I was like, well, I mean, I can, I can do this. Like, it was one of those things back then that I, I was like, this is something I can do that is also going to help me stand out and to help me be a little bit different from, right. you know, sort of like this swath of singer songwriters that you see wherever it's like oh what's that guy's beatboxing and now he's playing all these different things like whoa so it was kind of one of those things where i was like yeah yeah this i'm gonna figure this out and and it was a process to you know how like like completely changed like my performance from just a guy with a guitar to you know okay now i have to build this up and and each song is going to take you know at least a minute or two longer than it used to. So, you know, adding different percussive elements and like, how much can I actually do? Yeah. Like, you know, I can tap the guitar, like just working in different sounds. So, so again, just trying to do something that would help me stand out. Yeah. Um, But yeah, now, now it's just natural, you know, it's built into as well how I've, um, started the writing process has changed um in the last you know seven years that i've been doing it or whatever and you'll you'll kind of see that on the new album too like there's um like extended bridges or like that the ends of the song are a little bit longer because there's a build-up or whatever right right cool going and performing this live looping and creating your compositions on um what do you feel the audience uh, reaction is to it? Do you find it very supportive or not? Yeah, um, it depends. It depends on the, the crowd. depends on, like I said, I think it's a little bit more commonplace now. It's it's still cool. Like, it still yeah. helps. You know, it's you're not just a guy with a guitar. Um, but like I mentioned, I've done some kids' shows, and they mm-hmm. think it's really cool. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, it sometimes it, it doesn't always work. 100% correctly 100% of the time which sometimes is frustrating but and you can um, you know <laughs> sort of deal with the uh, the reactions of oh whoops I gotta start the song over or something yeah. like that but okay. that doesn't happen as much anymore but um, but yeah it, it depends on, on the place and on the people and as I wrap this up with you and I much appreciate you your time is there anything we haven't mm-hmm. talked about yet that you'd like to well, I know we, we mentioned um, before we started about uh, the scene, you know, the Wisconsin scene. Yeah. Um, and, and how it's changed 
Um, I think here in Appleton in the Fox Valley, um, the last like 10 years or so, um, and I, and I started before, before that, but I've seen it change a lot. I've seen like mile of music here in Appleton, um, has really helped. We've, we've got, um, you know, a growing music scene and community here. Um, so it's really been helpful. Um, and I try to do, I try to do every year. I try to do a tour around Wisconsin, see, you know, stay relevant in other cities and, um, yeah, so I think it's been really good to see those changes and to see people be supportive. So just wanted to mention that and, you know. I think that the, the pandemic maybe kind of created a lost interest of live music and hopefully that's going to continue, that more people are going to go out now and mm-hmm. go, you know, now I appreciate going out a little bit more than I used to and, you know, should go out and support local music. Um, not just the national, you know, of course we want to support the national artists because we, you know, we like them a lot as well, but local music, they're just as good. You know, they can, it's not going to cost them, you know, $300 for tickets and whatever else they spend their money on for the concert. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge aspect. I think if, like if people could and would support local, you know, it, it's um, just like you would for, for any business. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's huge. It makes a huge difference um, for those of us, you know, they're trying to trying to do this, trying to make it. Um, so I mean, that's the only other thing that I that I would touch on is on support. You know, um, trying trying to make it, which you know, making it is not as big of a thing I think as it used to be. Yeah, um, just trying to make it work. You know, trying to. Like I said, it's just part of who we are, and we're we're we got to do it. So exactly um, to have people support it, it makes all the difference. I agree. Where can people find you online? Um, do you have a website, social media, um, so they can find out where you're playing, stuff like that? Mostly Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Um, I am not on TikTok. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, YouTube, I've got some videos on there. Um, Facebook is usually where I have my show schedule posted. Um, I don't have a website, um, even though I, I know I should. Um, but yeah, um, just Facebook, Instagram. Um, and that's under uh, the moniker Strategic? Strategic Rock. Strategic Rock. Okay. So and I'll put the details in the show notes as well. Um All right. Well, Strategic, thank you so much for being on the Wisconsin Music Podcast. It was a pleasure talking with you, hearing about your projects. And people go out and check out live music with, you know, like Strategic and help raise Wisconsin music. So thanks again for being on the show. Thank you so much.